Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to two grand. Cody Del Mendo, Jared Willis, Luke Stuckmeyer, and hopefully later, Ryan Herrera joining us after the Cubs beat the Red Sox 6-5 to to start your Independence Day weekend. Cody's feeling the holiday vibes. He's got his fresh kicks on. He's got a Cubs win. It's a good day. It's a good it's a good day. It's just nice to win one. It's nice to win three in a row. Uh Stucky, three in a row, Cody. Three, three in, in a row. row. You gotta savor the flavor. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're also undefeated in July. Just saying. That's right. Facts. F A X. Facts. And the only <laughs> undefeated team in July, I believe. Yeah. As of, as as of, of this right moment, now, yeah. You know, the only team in baseball yeah. undefeated in July. So there you go. I'm going to tweet good. that from the Chicago Cubs, uh, the CHGO Cubs <laughs> account right now, now, actually. Really, the crazy part about it is I had given up all hope in the second inning. <laughs> Four nothing, entering the fifth inning, bottom of the fifth inning, right? And the Cubs are down. Four runs, and you're thinking, this is absolutely over. Rich Hill is cruising along. And sure enough, the wheels came off for him. And I think the mistake of the game was the dot or the uh, Red Sox leaving in Rich Hill when clearly he had tweaked his knee just a little bit. Well, I would have taken him out. Yeah, I mean, the, the wheel may literally have come off. <laughs> he, you know, looked like he tweaked his knee a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he waved him off and said, no, I'm fine. But I think Cora there needs to say, no, I realize you're saying you're fine. Yeah. However, um, I'll make this decision. But, yeah, left him in a few batters too long. And then um, that really turned the tides. It put the Cubs in a position to well, – they, they scored three runs, and so they're within a run. So it, it changes the whole tenor of the game at that point. So, yeah, because I'm with you up until then, this was – Looked Headed over in a different direction. Yeah, Samson had a terrible beginning of the game. The first two innings were brutal, um, but you have to give him some real credit here because they don't—they're not in the position they were in the fifth inning without him turning it around. Like you want to talk about wheels coming off, it could have really gone downhill and been over. But he turned it around, and then after giving up those four runs, stopped it. Yeah, stopped the bleeding and kept the Cubs at least within striking distance, in case something like this would happen, and it did. He did what you always want your starting pitcher to be able to do. Um, yeah, things looked real rough. There was a lot of hard contact in the beginning. I mean, he he was close to giving up back-to-back -back homers on his first two pitches. That, <laughs> that yeah. Real inch, close. Yeah. I mean, it missed by, like, what, like this much? Yeah, so, inches, baby. Um, I mean, the early results yeah. from the Red Sox bats looked like, man, Sampson's going to have a rough time getting out of the – first inning um but then even in the second you know he continued to struggle it just felt like this David Ross is going to have to go to the bullpen early it's going to be one of those kinds of days and so he deserves a ton of credit for this win too just for keeping it at four runs so that his offense could catch up from there yeah no I I think I tweeted it from my own account I tweeted from the CSGO Cubs account like yeah the start for Samson wasn't great at the beginning but one thing that we have not seen consistently all season is just having starters who are able to figure it out. That was one of the things, mm -hmm. and Corey's in the chat, and he'll love this, that John Lester was able to do during his Cubs tenure. On days that he didn't have it, he still managed. He still found a way to get you five or six. 
Except for those random ones where he'd be taken out in the first inning after giving up 10 runs. But that was like once a year. Right. Well, and I'm not saying, like, it's hard to, like, compare because, like, none of these guys are like John Lester. John Lester is a borderline Hall of Famer at worst. He, in my opinion, belongs in one day. Red Sox tie-in, by the way. Right. Right. Thank you. Uh, but Samson, he, he struggles to start, <laughs> but still gave you five. And, like, that's that, – to me, that's the thing that – that's uh, impressive and encouraging because, how like every time we've seen a guy go out there and just get blown up on the first couple innings, and then their pitch count is ballooned by the mm-hmm. third or fourth, and they can't even get you five. He saved the bullpen a little bit today. Yeah. He kept the Cubs yeah. in it, and uh, it's. I don't know what Samson is. I don't. I, I, I'm. I said it earlier. Like in the second half of last year, is actually one of the bright spots of after the trade deadline last year. And I was honestly kind of surprised he really didn't start the year with the team or wasn't called up earlier. But, like, honestly, in his Cubs tenure, he's been very productive. And a, and a game like today is is good not only in the, the short term in that he helps his team stay in the game so they can win, but, like, Cody, like you're saying, you know, when a starter can sort of gut it out and give you six innings or so, over the, the big picture, what that does for your bullpen when they're not being asked to go out and cover that many more innings, that, you know, that stuff matters over the stretch of a whole season. You know, how many pitches are you asking your bullpen arms to throw? That's, that makes a difference, too. Now, granted, some of these bullpen arms for the Cubs, we're talking about guys who are probably going <laughs> to be pitching for other teams in a few weeks, but trade value, whatever, it, you know, all that stuff matters. It's helpful. So, you know, a, a good, really good day from Samson for today, but also I think over the long term, that's that's something that, you know, I think needs to be acknowledged as well. Mm-hmm. Is he's he's helping if his he, team. He keeps this way. going. We trade value up. Well, oh no, <laughs> I don't. We'll get to the trade I, value. I'll, I'll up think about that. But I will say that he keeps this going in the month of July. If they're able to move a Drew Smiley or even a Wade Miley somehow, some way. I mean, he's he might as well stick in there because again, it's been very only a few appearances, but he's been good enough. He's, yeah, and uh, you know we you can evaluate at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, again, I don't know what he is. Maybe at the end of the day, he's kind of like a uh, a Mark Leiter junior guy, maybe one or two inning guy, multiple mm-hmm. inning, whatever. But I mean, he he's touching ninety three, ninety four. It's not like he's throwing super soft out there. Like it's. I don't know what was kind of those issues in that first inning based off watching from the couch, but, like, he as soon as he gave up those three runs uh, where they made it four to nothing, he then got three outs pretty quickly, and they were very easy outs, too. And it just kind of started to roll into, in, until the fifth inning. Yeah, he, he you know found I mean? a rhythm there. That's Yeah. Yeah. I love David's uh, comment in the chat. He says, this is getting monotonous. Nothing to gripe about. Cubs win three in a row. Good. We can't even complain about Hayward not being in the lineup. Being yeah. in the lineup. Yeah. Can't even complain <laughs> about is. Jonathan VR. Hell, even Andrelton Simmons had a good day today. Two walks. Yeah. One walk leading to the big comeback. That's right. It's a like, small sample size, but there's nothing to complain about right here. Within the last three days. Yeah. <laughs> Cubs Life are unbeatable right now. Um, I want to ask Corey, who we th- I think is still watching if he hasn't given up for the holiday, uh, what I mentioned in the pregame show. He just said John Lester. He was all excited, John Lester. So what's the best thing the Cubs have ever received that had a Red Sox tie into it? Is it John Lester? Is it Theo? Is it 
Jed? Is it is it Rossi? Is it uh, Rizzo? Is it the Wrigley renovations? What's your favorite part that Boston has donated to Wrigley Field, being a Cubs fan, the Cubs organization? What's the best thing we've pulled from Boston? I, I think in a lot of ways, on the on the definitely on the player side of thing, John Lester when he signed with the Cubs, I think that was the the signal that um, we're we're, we're right. there's a paradigm shift happening here because at that time, like for them to get a top tier free agent pitcher like that, I mean he was we kind of forget a little bit. He was really that first domino. Yeah. And it was John Lester's coming. This is big. Things are changing. Now, obviously, Theo, it's... Right. The answer is Theo. Right. But also, Theo did have some mistakes. Don't get me wrong. He, he wasn't perfect. Lester, you can't complain too much about what I don't he think, did. Like, I think he changed... If it's not yeah. Theo, the answer is probably Lester, not Rizzo for me. Yes, because... I think Lester just pitched in every, so many big games. And everything that happened after that, when you start yeah. talking about looking at other free agents that then wanted to come to the Cubs, it changed the perception of the franchise when John Lester said, I'm betting on those guys, I'm signing there. Um, that was huge. And so, he, yeah, in the, in the grand scheme of Chicago free agent signings across all sports – He's, he's up there. He's way, way up yeah, there. Yeah, he's for me. he's one, two, or three. He's in that yeah. mix for sure. Uh, Jack says, "No, no, no. It's going to be the Cubs prospect they get when they trade David Robertson to the Red Sox. <laughs> trade still could be coming. Trade him this dude this evening. Yeah, that, don't that, wait. That Red Sox bullpen, man. They need help. They need some help, and it's been an issue all year. I know they're they've been red hot. That's another reason why I'm ex- excited about this win. Like, it's not like they just beat the Reds. They beat a good baseball team." You know what I mean? Like, the Red Sox have been red hot. Their lineup has some really good hitters. And, you know, Rich Hill, before the whole knee thing happened, it looked like the Rich Hill revenge game. Okay? Like, <laughs> it, it, it did not. I was, I was like, man, we're, this is really happening. We're wearing City Connects on a Friday, 120, <laughs> immaculate vibes here, summertime shy, and Rich Hill is coming in here to shove it down our throats. And then whatever happened to his knee – I don't know. I hope he's okay. But, like, they should have taken him out, and they didn't. And it, and it cost them because that yeah. Red Sox yeah. bullpen did not come in and, and, and shut the Cubs down. They, they walked a lot of guys. Uh, there was obviously some big hits in there, too. And, uh, again, like, it's just, nice. it's just nice to beat a good team like that. And this is a good – I think a good <laughs> showcase series, too, because for a, a Boston team that so clearly needs bullpen help, Hello. You know, you're getting a first-hand look yeah. at, hey, we've got some really good reliever arms yeah. here. Um, yeah. So maybe when you guys fly out on Sunday, you just take one or two of them with you. Yeah, you guys really um, want to pay up? Check out Ian Happ. Yeah. Showcase yeah. number three. There you go, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Why do you got to say it, Stucky? Um, it's probably happening. <laughs> who uh, was, yeah, one of, one of the comments, how do you walk Simmons twice? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a bullpen yeah. that's not doing too well. So that um, helped us, too. That could help, yeah. Uh, near with the comment that I you know we were talking about a little bit during the game, uh, credit to the fans that are out there. Yeah. I know it's a holiday weekend. And everybody's, you know, probably a little liquored up and having fun and it's a Friday, but 
I mean, they're doing standing ovations for a team that's, you know, more than 15 games <laughs> under 500 in the, yeah. and, and is going to trade inning. away all of yeah. the good players at the yeah. deadline. Right. And it wasn't even like the bottom of the ninth. Or, it was the eighth inning. Yeah. Yes. Um, even the earlier innings some, when the Cubs were like right. in the middle of that rally. Some will mock that and some will say that's what's always been wrong with the Cubs. I will say that's what makes Wrigley Field special. Yes. I, I agree. And I think this is why when – People say, that, you know, describe Wrigley as like the world's most expensive beer garden, whatever. Yeah. And it's a bunch of not real fans that are just there to hang out and drink beer. Cody um, paid the same price on the south I, side for beer. Yeah, I would that's say. That's true, I did. My answer to that would be, look at how they respond. They recognize that this is a crucial moment in the game. It doesn't matter that they are X number of games below 500. They care about what happens right here, and they see that. We've got a full count in the eighth inning in a one-run game, and so they're on their feet, and they're cheering and applauding, and they do that every single game. It's always like that. So this isn't you know a bunch of bandwagon fans that don't really understand the game that just want to hang out at a cool stadium and drink beer. They care about what happens on the field regardless of what the team's record is. Well, I mean, I said it, you know, after the Cubs lost 19-5 to to the Padres and had that gigantic rant, you know, there were like more than 50 people in the stream that night, and the Cubs are the Cubs of this year, not good. We had, and it was like 11.30 p.m. There were people in the chat mm-hmm. screaming, pissed off. Like, people care about this baseball team. I, I, uh, I, I honestly get, like, heartburn when people try to tell me that Cubs fans are a bunch of bandwagon followers who just want to go to Wrigley to have a good time. Sure, yeah, there's a lot of tourists, but, like, this fan base was built thanks to WGN. Uh, that's not a dig at Marquee at all. Uh, but, like, there's, there's a lot of us, all right? And, uh, again, when you get a standing ovation, when Christopher Morrell gets a standing ovation after he takes a ball to the groin, like, it's different here, bro. It's <laughs> so absolutely Rachel says different. It's just different yeah. here. It's just <laughs> <clears throat> and, and, I mean, at your point about they know when to cheer – yeah. Like, that was the longest cup snake I've seen at Wrigley Field, <laughs> and yet they all stood and held the right. cup snake over their head at the appropriate time. And so there's still the good time yes, vibes. That's right. But also the paying attention to that's the baseball. the right balance yeah. of having a good time, paying attention. Because I've, I've been at other stadiums, you know, not to mention any place specifically, but perhaps on the other side of this city where they're doing the wave in the fourth inning of a one-run game. Just saying <laughs> There's a difference. Unfortunately, there were some fans trying to start the wave last night. Oh, can't. Did you and put I, a stop to that? I did. I started. Was I start, it you or Bleacher it, Jeff it, it, that laid it down? It was the all wall. of us in left field. They start. They tried to start it on no. the third on the third base side, like up by the Bartman area, and like it started going, and then it came to left field, and like no, like people started yelling. People were like cursing at people. I, well, honestly, I don't care. But <laughs> I'm that's not really just a, me. Like whatever. I'm not really opposed to the wave in general, but I feel like it's situational. You know, is it the right moment for this? And again, at the uh, ballpark, which shall not be named, yes. um, when they're doing the wave, when it's a one-run game in the fourth inning, I think, man, you guys have already checked out on this game. That's, yeah. that's not a good sign. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it is. They so might have had a lot of those meat sticks at the CHGO tailgate. <laughs> huh. <They're everybody laughs> Who wouldn't was, check yeah. out after 10 meat sticks, uh, good know. as they are? Um, so let's talk. You know, this is one... We agree. It was a nice showing by the fans. Uh, It's been nice to see full crowds every once in a while. It's why Cubs fans don't deserve what's coming 
in the next five weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's why they don't deserve what's coming at the end of the month. However, it is coming. Do you have it's to? It's inevitable. Come no, on, no, 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 no. Luke, I'm, it I'm is Friday. I know, but it's the positive <laughs> side of this. Okay, yeah. you spin zone it. Let's hear it. Ian Happ. Stock up, three for five, <laughs> right? Yeah. Against a team that's looking for help. And a, a switch Absolutely. hitter. Switch hitter. Everybody have, likes Anybody that. that's watching, you just saw him do it against the Red Sox. This wasn't the Reds. Wilson Contreras, three walks. Stock goes up. Put another one up. Robertson, stock up. Chris Martin, stock up. This was everything you wanted, Cody. The guys that are individually needing to play well that you can't do anything about are playing well right now. <laughs> Mean Kyle Hendricks, if he's going to be traded, has played yeah. pitched much better recently. I'm You're sorry. Right. I'm looking at uh, Rachel's comment. It's Friday and we just won, Luke. Let us have joy. I am. I'm <laughs> telling you, all the guys they're going to trade did well today. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's just the reality of it. Right. Got to accept the reality that's coming. And given... I refuse to give, accept. Given, the, <laughs> given that those circumstances, you know, if you're, go, if you're going to have to trade the guys, then the, the value is getting to be about as high as it can be. Yes. I mean, you're... You're sure you're rooting for Chris Martin to strike out three guys with the tying run on base. Yeah. For multiple reasons, though. One, it helped the Cubs win the game. Two, it showed that he can get out of a real nasty jam without the ball mm -hmm. even being put in play. Yeah. Like, yeah. both of those things are good. You could still cheer for both of them if you want to. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And I, I think there's... You know, it doesn't necessarily, and we'll we'll find out over the next few weeks. You know, and I've I've said it before, but I think by August second, we will know just what the front office thinks about how soon this team can be a contender again. Because mm -hmm. if they do, I, I'm like I'm not advocating for them trading guys like Ian Happ, because I right. think if they do trade him, then that to me says, oh, they don't think they're going to win for a while. Right. I don't believe that's the case. <clears throat> so. I don't expect or necessarily want him to be traded, but Agreed. if if it's going to come to that, you want his trade value as high as you can get it. Um, I don't even think they should be trading Wilson Contreras. I don't, I think both guys should be offered deals and re-signed. Yeah. If if I was running the organization, which obviously I'm not, I have no chance of ever doing that. Both guys would be offered deals that are fair. Mm -hmm. Whatever that fair deal is. It seems like both of those guys could be pieces of the future. Neither one is going to break the bank with some massive deal. Right. And you would have some carryover from one team to the other. It would speed up the process for the, for the rebuild, however long that still might be. And you'd still have prospects. You're not, you know, costing yourself prospects. You're not really costing yourself prospects. Just a couple guys be coming back. I just think it's the right move. Neither one of them is... 33 years old. Mm -hmm. Both of them are having the best year of their career. The only side to it that I can give the Cubs on this is it is the best year for both, and you could be selling them at their absolute peak. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all I can give them if that's their, they've made up their mind on it. But fans should want to see them stay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought Corey and Brennan had – some good conversation about the two uh, when they did the series recap show yesterday or last night. 
And, like, the way I look at it at this point with Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras is if the Cubs plan on actually competing, like actually competing in 2023, if they if they believe it, or even if they even if right now they don't necessarily believe it, but they want to, like if they actually want to compete for a division title in 2023, mm-hmm. I think you got to at least keep one of them. I understand yeah. moving Contreras yep. because it, it is a contract it's year and agreed. like you know, but Ian Happ has one more year of control, you know. And again, I don't think he will. Like Luke said, he won't break the bank. I think you could get a really like a Ben Zobrist or Say Suzuki type contract extension with him done. And I think that that isn't going to hurt you long-term. It's not going to, you know, make, it's not going to hurt anything. It's not like you're giving away $200 million like you did to Jason Hayward, even though that is close to $200 million. But again, it's not a gigantic contract like that. Contreras, he might be a higher AAV because he is the best offensive catcher in the league, but like, Again, because of his position, it won't. It's not going to be no seven or eight year deal. Even JT Romildo didn't get a deal like that. I think I think his was around around four or five years. Again, the Cubs should should be competing for division title every year because of the market, because of how much money is within the organization, the payroll flexibility, and I know majority of the big prospects are in low low A, high A right now. But you got guys coming on the way, you, at least with, with Contreras and Hap, and now you're seeing Christopher Morrell emerge as a stud, and then you add in guys like, you know, we talk about Velazquez or, or Crook, and, and I don't know what those guys are going to be, but we're going to find out by the rest of the year. Like you and, and Nico Horner. How did I forget Nico Horner? Like, you have some guys there to go around with them. Like, this should not take – Three or four years. And if you yeah. trade those two guys, and but also say, we've heard in rumors that say that the Cubs are going to spend this offseason, like, big, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, again, because of the organization they are, the fact that they're not the Kansas City Royals or the, or the Detroit Tigers, even though the D- Detroit Tigers actually spent some money this last offseason, you know, because of who they are, they should be competing – or division title every year. I and I again, mm-hmm. this team should be better than what the record is, and I think we can all sit here and agree with that. Some things have derailed that, and we've talked about that. But what we're seeing since the Cardinal series, honestly, is kind of like what I felt like I was going to expect this year. Yeah, there's been ups and downs, but whenever you get yeah. solid starting pitching, you're going to have a chance to win. And honestly, over the last since last or I guess the last week. We, the Cubs have had solid starting pitching. Keegan Thompson, Justin Steele, Kyle Hendricks. You know, they've been, they've been very good. And, you know, Adrian Sampson wasn't electric today, but he eight innings. He gave you five strong. You add in Marcus Stroman back in with that. You, you know, there's, th- th- we're going to see Caleb Killian eventually again too. I don't know if he's going to pan out, but there's, there's high upside there. I mean, the guy throws 96-mile-an-hour sinkers. Come on now. Like, the, the guy has the talent. We're going we, – he gets the command under, under control, and who knows? We've seen him have success in that, his major league debut. We've seen him have some rough goes. Mm-hmm. That's all part of the process. So, again, to me, it's like you got to let these young guys play, but if you trade away Contreras and Hap together, it's like, okay, then – 
Yeah, that's we're, like we're, giving up. Right. Yeah, you're like giving, giving up. up. And it like just doesn't make up. sense to me. And it, I get trade. I get trading like Robertson and Martin right. and Givens and oh, even that, even wisdom. Are, you have to trade those guys. Yeah, yeah, and even but, guys like wisdom and Ortega. I get that. They're, those guys are older, and you uh, you can't bank on them being good in three years. You know what I mean? Like. You can do that with guys like Contreras and Hap because they're still in their twenties. You know what I mean? Well, and I think I think this is why within again within the next few weeks, I think you're really going to have a, a firm sense for how what the front office thinks of of where they stand. And to me, and not that I want to necessarily want to say that it all hinges on one guy, but I do think Ian Hap. It would it would be a very telling move because they do have another year of of team control. They don't. It's not like Contreras where there's an where they're in a position where you kind of have to do right. something one way or the other. You could just let it play out because you still you know you he has another year of arbitration next season. So um, if the, if they did trade him, that to me would be a pretty significant sign that okay they don't see contention for a while. But Cody, to the point that you're making, I don't see why they couldn't contend sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all in the same. Again, thing. when yeah. you look back at that roster in 2011, 2012, and you see all that like dead money and like all yeah. the bad contracts and like the farm system being like awful, that makes sense on why you go into a rebuild like they did. The Cubs are not in that position it, right it's, now. Right, it's not <laughs> not the same for sure. Yeah, Cody, the Cubs won, but you did not financially. Tell us what happened on points bet. Well, you know, the pain parlay, I thought Xander Bogarts was going to have a big day, and he did He did get one hit. Uh, he didn't get an RBI, he didn't hit a homer, and he, I needed him to get two hits as well. So even though he got a hit, it didn't really change anything. Uh, and then I, I also bet the Red Sox. And, I mean, honestly, what I should have done, and I'm going to tell you about it here in a second, but I should have live bet the Cubs. I could have made so much money if I just live bet the Cubs when they were down 4 to nothing. I mean, <laughs> and I, and I could have done it on my favorite app, guys, on points bet. Is the, my favorite app. I wake up every morning. I roll over, grab my phone off my side table, and I'm like, mm, got to check the lines, baby. It's, it's a new day. After a bad night, it's like, okay, time to get back on the horse, see how we can do better. I do it on points bet. It's my favorite app, like I said. And not only because of sports betting, but also because it's the best way to su- support CHGO. If you download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt like the ones that Jared and Luke are wearing from the, from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at Points bet, you can get that. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? Shirt two. I'm about to buy that here in a few days. Already uh, purchased. <laughs> good, good for Stucky. Bad on me. I'm wearing obvious shirts, but we support obvious shirts. They're good friends of mine. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? The Cubs live today. If you bet the Cubs money line live down 4 nothing. You are rolling in dough right now. Like, you are Mr. Moneybags. Don't just or watch. Or Mrs. Moneybags. Or Mrs., yes. We don't discriminate here. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets. 
and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Got to tell you guys about Owen, which stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that's working as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. I first heard about it when I found out that Sure enough, Justin Fields was doing a plant-based diet. He was in on Owen. And now Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com. With the code CHGO20, join me, Justin Fields, and all other great athletes out there. Only what you need. I like to group myself in with Justin Justin Fields and I. Have the same protein shake. I have a buddy who sent me a Snapchat of his of his Owen showing up. And, oh, you uh, did? Yeah, he sent nice. me a Snapchat. He's like, I I had I had to try it out. You guys won't shut up about it. It's like, oh <laughs> yeah, baby, we're just here to give you good stuff, good promo codes too. Guess what? I heard that little music before we did the promos, and there he is, Ryan Herrera, Speaking checking of good in. Stuff, checking in, plant based too. Hey. I think. Oh. How's it going? Pretty good. Never thought that win was coming, to be honest with you. For nothing, I was checked out for a little while. Started Definitely. eating lunch, thought, well, this is over. Let me know when the seventh inning stretch hits. <laughs> but sure Luke, enough. I, Luke, I looked in the chat, and it looks like you made people sad. What, what, what's that all about? Uh, nothing. I, I was, <laughs> they, they weren't letting me finish the idea. I was just saying that everything that happened was good. In fact, in addition to the win, all of the guys that are going to be traded – and some people just haven't accepted that yet, also played very well. And I think both things are good. We had a win-win situation. I, too, was included on the being upset at Stucky. Cody just didn't want to hear anything. Rachel was another. They just don't want to hear about it. Yeah, they only want. And I said that is a positive vibe. The guys that are getting traded are playing well right now. That's That's the spin zone. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you another thing that was really positive, and I'm curious what was said after the game about him because I think Morell's last couple days were not only impressive, they were critical. Like, he came out, went to the bottom of the order, fixed what was bothering him with those strikeouts for a short stretch, and now he's adjusted back to the league, and he's had some great games again. Like, did, what was, did he talk after the game? Was anything said about him? Because I'm so impressed with what he has done in the last two or three days after having a really tough stretch. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ross talked about him, uh, especially these last three games, you know, three straight games with a home run. Uh, we had him going down to the, the ninth hole for a couple games there. Uh, I know Ross talked about, you know, bringing him – or uh, you know, maybe taking taking an at bat away, like less pressure in the nine hole, letting him find the timing again that he that he had that had been working for him for so long. Um, and yeah, I mean these last three games, you know, Ross said it. You know, it's it's nice to watch guys come out on the other side. Um, you know, he he talks about the the attitude that Morrell has kept. You know, he's never kind of wavered from that, even through the you know the couple of weeks of, of of struggling, striking out a lot, whatever it is. Um, and obviously, you know. 
changing things up, you know, mixing, mixing it up a little bit for Morales. Obviously, these last three games helped. Um, but Ross even said, you know, there was a lot of those games he was still getting like one for four, one for, I mean, he was still getting a hit, only a couple offers in there. So he's like, if that, you know, if, if your struggles is still getting a hit every game, like that's, you're not, you're probably not struggling too much and you're just going through a rough patch. So, um, yeah, no, it's just very um, clear how much they really like Chris Morrell uh, on being on this team. Again, that attitude that he brings uh, never, never really has a frown. There's always a smile on his face, never gets angry. Um, and then just, yeah, these last three games, impressive, the three home runs themselves, but, you know, the defense moving around the field, um, just putting the ball in play, you know, five for five yesterday. Um, yeah, just a, a good little quick bounce back from a couple weeks of struggling. Obviously, you want to see it keep happening, but uh, three games now in a row that uh, looks like, you know, I tweeted out the gift. It's like, I, you know, I think I got my swagger back, right? Um, and that's that sounds like what – it looks like that's what Chris Morello, you know, that, that's where he's at. Should we get who you got out of the way? I mean, uh, it's a like, good day if, you, if your name's Cody. <laughs> No, no, no. I Poor think Ryan. we should. Poor Ryan. Scrap. We're, we're going to let Ryan vent a little bit. He's very upset. <laughs> we should scrap this because it's, it's not fair. I go bold. <laughs> I pick Crook, right? I pick Crook. I go bold. And he comes up. Bases are loaded. I mean, what was the score at that point? It was a, it was a chance to tie the game, right? And bases are loaded. Yeah, it was 4-2. Bases loaded. Like, this guy could have cleared the bases and given the Cubs the lead. I'm like, you know what? Perfect opportunity. I'll just give, give me the win right now. All of a sudden, they make a picking, pitching change, and then Ross Ross pinch hits for him. I'm just like, yo, what what's going on? Like, I, that just killed my you killed my ability to, to win. Did you say you anything got? after the yeah, game? You, you should have started the no. press conference with that. Like, time. do you know who you got no, was on I, the line? What the hell were you doing? There's big, there's I'm, high stakes here. I'm giving him the cold shoulder for now. Uh, maybe tomorrow <laughs> I'll bring it up to him. <laughs> but no, but I so I think it's only fair that. It's only fair that what? When did he get pinch hit for? Do anyone remember? I mean, Ortega. that's why it was a bold pick, though. Ortega, yeah. It's only, fair, it's only fair that we only go based on what happened in the first five minutes. It's only fair. Until, and until then the Cubs lose. No, no. I will. Cody, he clearly won this one. I thought I had a shot, yes. too, because I was in the same situation. I had wisdom up with the bases loaded, and I said the only – or two guys on, and I said, well, you know what happens here – a home run pushes me ahead because we'd have the same amount of RBI and I'd have the home run that put him ahead, yada, yada, yada. And they didn't intentionally walk him, but they threw four pitches, not even near the plate. So I'm kind of in the same No. I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. Cody's Cody's got yeah. it. I mean, you had three walks. You could make an argument I know. for I, second I, place. Contreras had a pretty good game. Um, but it's it's really hard to to not give it to Morell, the game tying home run. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Christopher Morell, we talked about it, Luke. We said if this, if he struggles for a week, then that's not a problem. But if he strikes out four times a game for like three weeks yeah. straight, then that's something right. like confidence wise. Guy's say, here to stay. No triple A. Don't feed me your loyalty, David Ross. We want Christopher Morrell here to stay. Play Velasquez. Play Crook. That's all I'm. That's all. if I had to ask for one thing the rest of the season, it's to play those three guys. I just I Morrell, just Cook, Velasquez. Yeah. Well, I think Morrell. And, and obviously Ian Happ and all of them. But I, I'm just saying is 
we want to see young guys play. Like, uh, we're at that, like, where the Cubs are. We've got to see these young guys play. The nice thing about Morrell is the defensive flexibility makes that easier to do. For sure. Today's a great example of that. Starts the game at second base. Ended up in center. Center field. Um, They're going to find a way to keep that guy in Chicago. I don't see him getting sent down even, you know, no matter what happens. And honestly, again, to go back to some of the trade stuff, when – Depending on how that goes, Five killer. He's he's gonna he's gonna find he's gonna have a spot. I'm yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not too worried. And, about and it. by the way, I love that Ryan is gonna give a little cold shoulder here to Rossi. The I, next like couple days. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I can see. I wonder if like next home stand, Rossi's gonna be going on. He's gonna be like, Hey, you, you guys, do you feel like Herrera's giving me a little bit of the ice? He's, out he's probably like, gonna but, approach you eventually and say, Hey. Did I did I do something to offend you? Have I hurt you? I like I Mizzou. I like gonna, Mizzou yeah, too. He's going to seek like you Mizzou. out. He will come find <laughs> you, like during batting practice, and say, "Ryan, I I feel like I owe you an apology. I don't know why, but I just feel it." H dog, what did yeah. I do to you? H dog, yes. yeah, something like that. I, I you know, and you you guys say Cody clearly won. I don't think so. I don't. I because Crook. You look at the box score, maybe, but Crook didn't have a chance. Like he didn't have a chance. I mean, there's. Three, three more plate appearances he could have had to hit three more home runs. So I, I don't know. I, I this one's under protest. He I'm might honestly, have hit I'm, three more home runs. That's true. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So, so I'm on, I'm under protest. Like I'm protesting this week. At, you don't accept it. And, well, it's, it. it's well, it is your American right. You can do that. But yeah. as we've seen throughout time, and protest doesn't always work. So yeah. my guy did walk. <laughs> hey. My guy did walk, but your guy had three walks. Yeah. So. <laughs> I Whatever. can't believe we waited till oh, now uh, no. until the second segment to talk about Christopher Morell though. We really didn't talk about him in the first segment. He Thank was, you, uh, Justice for Ryan. Justice for Ryan right there on the screen. I agree. See, we're going <laughs> to start a movement. Recount. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be right. thinking about this in his sleep tonight. Yes. <laughs> what about uh how about a little gold star for Samson in the bullpen, Ryan? Like, you know, I mean, sure there were the early runs. That wasn't great, but they kept him in it, and again, a lot of the bullpen guys, trade value guys against the Red Sox, but I mean, they did a nice job of keeping this a manageable game when it looked like it was going to spiral out of control. Yeah, and, and Ross talked about, especially Samson early on, you know, he got the, was it the four runs in two innings, um, you know, struggled obviously, and then uh, talked about how he kind of switched up the game plan. I guess the, the fastball was kind of getting hit, the heater, um, and kind of switched things up. Uh, and then when that happened, uh, what was it? He retired like nine in a row, something like that, between the the third and the fifth. I don't know. It was, it was something something around those, along those lines. Um, but he, he got into a groove, figured some things out. Um, I think you know it was there in that the sixth inning or the fifth inning that um, he couldn't really make it out of. Was it the fifth inning? I might be miscounting. Anyway, uh, didn't make it out of, and then you know the bullpen comes in and picks him up. Uh, no runs allowed. Or, yeah, whatever it is. No runs allowed from the bullpen. Comes in, picks him up. Um, you know, Chris Martin, three strike. I'm striking on the side, man. That was, that was – Chris Martin's been doing really well lately. Um, you know, you know, you can pretty much count on Scott Efros to, to get you through things. And then uh, David Robertson at the, at the back end, that, you know, 700th career appearance today, 37 years old and still locking things down on, uh, in the ninth inning. I mean, it's – yeah, it was a very – you know, once once – Samson kind of got out of that those first couple innings and started to figure things out. Um, the pitching looked great. Um, you know, Red Sox I think had like 
they had like six or seven base runners the whole last seven innings of the game. Like they, the pitching figured things out. And that's, I mean, we they talk about the offense and, and putting, you know, stringing hits and, and walks and getting all that stuff together. But it really was the pitching, like you said, Luke, after that second inning, you know, figuring things out and just keeping, you know, keeping the game close. So when the, the offense started to get rolling a little bit, the game was close and they had the chance to, to make that comeback, and, which obviously happened. So, um, impressive performance a little you know you kind of on the gussy side i think from samson again to, to bounce back from those couple innings at, at the beginning but um you know just all around and all around a good team win against a really good uh, boston team i just wanted to bring up that um sort of a national story and see what kind of reaction we can get from the chat from ryan from you guys uh it's bobby bonilla day by the way july 1st every year mm-hmm. he gets his million plus from from the Mets, and I was looking at it. So it was 2000. Mets bought out his remaining 5.9 million on his deal. Instead, they decided to pay him 1.2 million for 25 years, starting July 1st, 2011. Eight percent interest, so he still gets that check. And the guy hasn't been playing for 22 years. He's still making a million. He's making more than Edmund and, uh, on the Cardinals. There's a lot of a lot of baseball mm-hmm. players he's making more than still, and he's hasn't making played more money in decades. Than a lot of guys on the Cubs, honestly. You know, and I was looking up other deferred money deals that are still getting paid. Ken Griffey Jr. Um, still getting paid for his deal in 2000. He's got two more years. Scherzer are getting paid through 28, 105 million from the Nats. So who is the player, Cubs player, you would like to see the franchise pay for basically forever, some amount, and for what reason? Because the first thing I saw was buyout. And I thought, well, it feels like they're paying Jason Hayward forever. (laughs) So I was going to say, are are we approaching this as a we're buying you out so as to get you off? Well, however you however you want to think about it, you know, we want to. okay, is a a guy you would like to see bought out. You go ahead and pay him 26 years from now when I'm old, really old. Or I, I think I think. Jason Hayward is a prime candidate for this and, and for both the good reasons and the bad. So we'll talk about the, the bad ones first. Obviously, performance not been there. You know, offensively has struggled more or less his, his entire time in Chicago. So, yes, maybe you buy him out so that you free up the roster spot and we don't have yeah. to worry about an outfield crunch. You want to be loyal to him. Well, be loyal. Pay him for the next 25 years what's left. But the <laughs> flip side of that is, is the positive reason might be Jason Hayward is one of, I would say, one of the better – is like a human being. Yeah, he's been great for the community. Yeah, one of the better guys I've interacted with in the clubhouse and just seeing – how he how he is in the community. I don't know if um, was it yesterday there was that you know stuff in Marquee about like the, the ball field, the, the, yeah, yeah really the place cool. he's building, ago. building it in Austin. So super invested in the neighborhood. Yeah, in yeah, um, in the community. So you know maybe you couch it as a we want to buy you out and and honor your contributions to this team and to the city, but mm-hmm. please don't take the field anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I, what do you think, Cody? Who would you uh, like? Or is there somebody from the past, like, uh, or, or maybe it's Christopher Morell. You're really in love with Morell. I, yeah. I was expecting Brendan to jump in here and be like, Nico Horner, pay him for the next 30 years. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the obvious, like, an obvious choice is, like, any from the old core, maybe, if, like, they would have been able to get a contract extension done. Like, it just felt right that 
Rizzo was going to be here forever and that we would just pay him forever. <laughs> uh, but as far as anyone on the active roster, I mean, if it's not Hayward, uh, you know, if Kyle Hendricks wasn't pitching well right now, I mean, and you wanted him yeah. to go away, I mean, but he is pitching. He's still, he's still, he's yeah. still got it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, Nobody has said Wilson Contreras yet. Pay Wilson to stay for the next 10 years. I mean, just thing is, might be a lot. Ten years, a little. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, seven. Maybe. You get my yeah. point. You can, yeah. you can, yeah. you can have, I guess, shorter term contracts. I guess, like, I was reading this thread today because of the day that it is. I was reading a thread that someone tweeted out. I wish I could remember the account, but it was a thread of all these different deferred contracts of of just major players that got paid, and uh, Jason Hayward happened to be part of that thread actually, um, but. Even players that are good, that are playing well, like I saw Nolan Arenado's name. I saw, you know, King Griffey Jr. Yeah. And, and, and all mm-hmm. of them. I, Odd Helton, I think. Yeah, is one. like it's it, – there's a lot of players, and they don't have the the the, the, the guy from the Mets, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like it's – Bobby Bonilla very, day. Very interesting <laughs> how some guys, like, they just get all this deferred money. Just imagine being – Bobby Bonilla and just like getting a check every year for one point two million dollars, like I don't even like it's. I'm so jealous of that. I w- I would I would live for that. <laughs> Who is it? Like, I, I, I wonder would live for that. Yeah. Ryan, what say you? Uh, I don't. I didn't have one, but I was also kind of like, what? What if we thought about it in the other way, Luke? The way you phrased it is, what player would you like to see yeah. the Cubs pay forever? Juan what if Soto? you looked at it like? Yeah, it's like a player that's not even on the Cubs, yeah. and then you pay him forever, right? Yeah. Soto, Otani, Trout, like those guys. Those those guys would be. There, there's definitely a few guys out there that that Cubs fans would be like, you know what? Give this guy a lifetime contract. Like, yeah. bring him, bring him to Chicago, give him a lifetime contract. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have one off the top of my head. There's right. A, what about like a Correa? Like, you're trying to get Correa for one. You know, they could have just given him 35 million for one year. Why not offer him? Uh, six million for the next, you know, an absurd amount of time. But at least it's only six million a year you're paying them. Right. Mm-hmm. Only. Just yeah. Well, I'm you honest. know, and, yeah. But yeah, in, in twenty years, six million is not going to be that much. Yeah, you're right. But I, yeah, I like that approach. Go at it as a who? Who don't we have yet? Yeah. And use that yeah. to bring bring them here. It's an interesting. Yeah, wasn't that Magic Johnson? Yeah, I like it. Wasn't Magic Johnson that had like a. 30 million for 30 years or something like that. And then it ended up being like the 1 million after a decade was like so worth so much less than the million it was when he first signed it. Yeah, some guys have like, made mistakes. Bobby Bonilla did not make a mistake. Now, his $1 million paycheck is worth, you know, technically less today than it would have been then. But they only had to buy him out for a certain amount of money. He's made more long term if he invested it even slightly wisely just mm-hmm. to get a million dollar check a year, like he's already wealthy. Yeah, it's pretty I, sweet to get a million in, yeah, new money coming in every year. I want to know the story, like who came up with that idea, and and what was like, what well other what guys were, were doing it. Like Griffey's, like, Griffey's the same year the deal was made. The deal was made because the Mets were in uh, what's his name, Bertie Madoff, one of the, his yes. accounts, and they thought that fund was going to make so much money. That paying that oh. off would be nothing. It turns oh. out that was a disaster, and it wasn't. Like, their current owner, Cohen, I guess, even joked about it on Twitter today, saying, like, happy Bobby Bonilla yes, day. Yes, he did. Like, I saw he, that. You know? 
They got to pay it off. Jack says, 60 years, $300 million. That's $5 million per year for Correa. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah see, it was. It was Bernie Madoff's years. idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, anyways. Um, Ryan, any other nuggets out there? I know there were some injury updates before the game a little bit, right? Um, oh, what were they? It feels like so were some guys ago. throwing. <laughs> was Strowman on the hill today? Oh, yeah, yeah. For a bullpen? Uh, Strowman and... Stroman and Smiley were set to throw bullpens, which I think we, I think we knew about that already. Like I think that was kind of the set day from this earlier this week. Um, what was it? Bodie's okay. D eight today. Yeah, Bodie's. We talked to Bodie a little bit. You know, he said he's sore. Um, you know, the he, he said it. The the collision kind of looked as bad or felt as bad as it looked. Um, but I think you know he was on, actually on deck uh, before. He was supposed to pinch it for Rivas, I think. Oh, before Rivas flew out, uh, Bodie was on deck, which would have been a pinch hit situation. And then they did the pitching change, and then Bodie um, went back, and, and Rivas came back out to hit. So I, I, I feel like he's feeling okay. Just again, just a little sore. Um, Suzuki's DHing or he D DHing in Iowa today. I don't know if they've played yet, but he's DHing today. Um, yeah, he hit a home run yesterday, by the way, too. Like that was yeah, that was a good uh, update yeah. to get. Um, yeah, just. Some, you know, guys, other stuff, I know like Madrigal and, and Schwindel are still kind of working, you know, working their way back into, into, into things. Um, I don't know how, you know, Corey, Corey asked the question yesterday. Um, and I think we've t- talked about it too, as far as like say timeline. Uh, I mean, I, we haven't really gotten a clear sense of when, you know, what the timeline looks like or when he'll be back in Chicago. I know, Ross has talked about just kind of, you know, not putting a set date on it and just kind of listening to say uh, the trainers and the coaches down in, out, in the, out in the morning and kind of taking their word and, and seeing, you know, then kind of figuring out when he's ready to go through that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it could be, it could be that he can meet them in Milwaukee. It could be him meeting them in LA. Um, so there's, I mean, I think there's potential for him to be back as soon as next weekend. I wouldn't like, say to expect it but i think um, you can kind of look for that and if it doesn't happen it probably won't be a few more days probably probably won't be more than like another week ish like until the end of that dodger series i would say but you know we'll don't want to speculate too much on that we'll kind of just get that info when we get it also i just saw in the post game notes the cubs post game notes um rafael ortega has driven in a run in a career high seven straight game the longest stretch by a cub since Rizzo went eight straight in from June second to eleventh, twenty eighteen. So Rafael Ortega is nearly Anthony Rizzo, is what I'm taking from that. <laughs> See, there you go. Who yeah. needs Rizzo? No. Trade value. It's trade value trade up. Value. That's it. Stock is yes. so high. Yeah. Let me throw this out there for you guys. Holiday weekend, you know, can really wear you down. But if you want to start your day with a competitive edge, Strava CBD Coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life delivers a delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with an organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp, it doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that could help you this weekend, especially feel alert and focused without the jitters around all those fireworks. Uh, Live your day more balanced, less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you have a more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. And the best part, it's all quality Small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. Strava offers the full concentration of CBD as well. 
uh, in their tinctures looking for a more traditional CBD format with the powerful entourage of benefits there. Now, CHGO listeners can save 25% off the entire purchase using the code CHGO25. That's 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com using the code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only. One use per customer. And if you already love this stuff, like Cody, subscribe and save and use the Strava Coffee Club. You're in control with that coffee club. Save on your favorite coffees. Have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Uh, Game two of this series, by the way, Alec Mills followed by Keegan Thompson this weekend. Uh, That I thought was another good thing about Samson coming back, saving the bullpen a little bit. You don't know what you're going to get out of Mills sometimes. Right. Um, And so you don't know if you're going to need him, you know, need the bullpen again possibly on Saturday. So I think that was kind of key. Mills was the starter in the 6-5 to five comeback against the Cardinals, I believe. So, uh, you're hoping for a bounce back tomorrow? Uh, is it weird? I'm starting to get that feeling of, like, oh, Keegan Thompson's starting on Sunday. Let's chalk up a W because this guy shoves. You know what I mean? Like, am I jumping ahead there? Like, this, this I, I can't wait to watch Keegan Thompson Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. I, I'm right against there the Red you. Sox. Yeah. Like I, I, I genuinely can't wait. He has become must t- must see TV yeah. in my eyes. I think yeah, he's reached the point where I I look forward to Keegan Thompson starts because I have high hopes. I expect good things. So yeah, yeah I think he's earned that for sure. All right, Look, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla only comes once a year. Keegan Bobby Thompson. Bonilla Day. Keegan Thompson Day. Every fifth. Every fifth day. Five yeah, days. baby. Oh, I'm just, it's, it's, I understand the Cubs are what. 15 under, Ryan? Are we 15 under 500? Yes. I yes. understand. Brendan would, say, Brendan would say they're only a 15-game winning streak away from 500. For sure. So. And I, I love that mentality. But, again, <laughs> 15, 15 games under 500, July 1st. We're undefeated in July. The Cubs have won two consecutive series. There's no reason. or I mean, there's plenty of reason. But if they can actually win this weekend series against the Red Sox – all I'm saying is that it's just good. It, at the end of the day, it, if they do that, that means a lot of the young guys played well this weekend. And what do we want to see? We want to see young guys play. We want to see growth. We want to see all these things, all right? So I, that's what I am hopeful for. I am actually hopeful for wins this weekend. It, uh, the Cubs are playing well right now. Got to savor the flavor, guys, because it could be 10-game losing streak bad or, you know, Let's win a series in St. Louis, beat up on the Reds, and then make a Ford and, or make a comeback against the Red Sox. I, I don't, I don't understand baseball. I don't understand life. But we just ride the roller coaster, <laughs> That's, baby. That's what the season's all about. And again, I said this off air. I was like saying this to Luke and Jared. You know, perhaps, perhaps if the Cubs just have an insane July. Not oh, saying they get back no. to 500. Not saying they get back to 500. But if they just have an insane July where they play themselves to like at least un- not like to under 10, under the 10 game or under the 10 game under 500 mark, perhaps maybe they won't sell every single piece. No. That's yeah. that's what there I'm asking. Is. That's what I'm asking in July because I don't want to see Contreras or Hap gone or I don't want to see them both gone. Cody's wrapped it up. There it is, America, land of dreams. 
That, the Cubs could just get should, this to nine games that, under. If there's anything we as Cubs fans should root for in July is for them to actually play well. That way, perhaps, maybe, they won't sell the entire roster off. I understand we're going to sell, but maybe not the entire roster. That's, that's what I'm looking for in the month of July. And they started it off the right way then. Yeah, undefeated. 1-0 so. in our last one. 3-0 in our last three. Awesome. We're going streaking, baby. <laughs> hey, make sure you get uh, the that. membership to CHGO so you can read Jared. Ryan, really good stuff uh, yes. on uh, Kyle Hendricks. What were we going to say, Is Ryan? Is that unlocked, by the way, Ryan? Yes, yes. Uh, myself and Brendan, a uh, little, little story, a uh, big story on uh, Kyle Hendricks potentially adding a new weapon to his pitch arsenal. Uh, that's as much of a tease as I can go. It's over at allchto.com. It's unlocked. So even if you're not a subscriber, you can read it. But I recommend um, you know subscribing because yeah, the there'll be more good stuff to come. Uh, I was also gonna say I saw it in the chat, but aren't they like three and zero since Fabian became an All Star? Yes, right? yes, yes, something like that. Yeah, right. He's, I thought it was Fabio for the longest time. Is it Fabio? Fabian? 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 I mean, Fabian? Fabian? It's 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 the same name. It's the same name. It's a legend either way. Yeah. It's Fabs. Yeah, either yeah, way, it's yeah. Fabs. Fabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then what, uh, there was one more thing. Oh, um, hashtag savor the flavor. That's that's the new the new trend. Hashtag savor the flavor. I like it. <laughs> Sounds good. What are you, you guys got anything going for 4th of July? Big stuff? We have no podcast on the 4th. Yeah, I know. Uh, the 4th itself, I don't know yet, but I live in the greatest summer city in the Midwest or possibly yeah. America, so I'm sure I'll be doing something. Chicago on the 4th of July is hard to beat. Yeah. Pretty much like St. Patrick's Day. They, they go large. The, uh, we will. Go large on the fireworks displays. I shall be mm-hmm. vibing, as I yeah. like to say. I shall be savoring the flavor. Savor. Savor the flavor. Yeah. Savor the flavor. Oh, yeah. Keep all your fingers. <laughs> Please keep all your fingers if you still Jared, have are you going to be at the game Sunday? I will be at the game Sunday. Okay. So I'll get to see Keegan Thompson in and person. Who's going to the game on Monday? Or are they on the road? They're on the road. They're on the road. Okay. So, yeah. All right. All right. Sounds good. Right. Cubs win. See if they can get a series against the Red Sox. That'd be kind of a cool way to uh, celebrate Fourth of July weekend. No? That'd be nice. Yeah. Let's go for Again, it. Again, savor the flavor. Get Cubs. it trending, guys. Thanks, Ryan. We'll be looking for your stuff. Don't forget to go check out that article about Kyle Hendricks, Unlocked, right now, and then sign up so you get your free shirt and all the stuff. And then you can read all the stuff. You can read Jared's stuff on Sunday. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Cubs win. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, The CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. We'll be back uh, next week for sure. Have a great holiday weekend, and feel free to fly the W three in a row. Is that a W? Kind of close? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>